0: Alright, what's up everybody? This is Tyler Dunn, coming to you guys live, Facebook and Instagram, on Goals and Updates, episode 61. Now, I'm with Sterling. Hello, good people. (laughs) Yeah, I'm with Sterling again. Sterling, what's your last name? Myers? Myers. Yeah, so, (laughs) I I was messing up. But anyways, we're on uh, episode 61 today, and we're going to be talking about... um, Happy which, Thursday. Which ones did you pick again? Um here's paper. Here's phone? I have it right here. Hang um here. all right, so we're gonna be talking about tracking everything you're doing. Yep. And never disagree with customers. Right. So tracking everything you're doing and never disagreeing with customers. Right. Yeah. Tracking So talk to them about tra- talk to them about tracking everything. Well, I believe, uh, if you, uh, how, what do you mean by like, tracking, like thoughts? What I mean, when I wrote this, um, this topic, tracking everything, it was more of like literally tracking everything. So, like, this could mean, like, the food you're putting in your body. This could mean um, the hours that you're producing at a, a job or work. This could mean literally, like, tracking your time, which is a big thing that a lot of people don't want to do, is, like, track how many hours they're putting towards work. How many hours they're uh, putting towards working out at the gym? Well, their
1: health. Well, I do that a lot. I have to track how. I have to try to get the most hours each week for yeah, all the bills I gotta pay, and I tr- um, try to track on how much I eat so I don't overeat, like, so I don't get fat like I was. <laughs> <laughs> yes, that's my like. And let me see how I'm still talking. Um, Tracking. I like to track positive thoughts so I don't like. I don't seem like because you
0: know that's always a good thing. Right. Brown. Yeah, like with me, like I'm starting to, um, I'm trying my hardest to track like what I'm putting in my, my body because the big I'm thing now is, way. yeah, the big thing now is I'm sitting like at least 85% of my time, I'm sitting down at a computer working like customer email responses and stuff like that. So, well, that blows. <laughs> yeah, so I'm not... That's not- yeah, so I'm not really moving around as much. So I'm trying to get the I'm trying to get to the gym as much as possible, and then I'm trying to like get out of the house on my spare time, which is like most you know most of the time I go and I hang out with you or something in Fort uh, Lauderdale. Yeah. So I'm trying not to just sit around and do nothing. I'm trying to get up and move around, go to the gym, track the food I'm putting in my body, which is one thing that no one ever wants to do is track the calories, track oh. you know the oh. You know the positive stuff you're putting in your body and and the negative. the negative stuff that you're also putting in your body. No one wants to track that. Um, where I work, everyone orders food out, so they always get stuff that's um, oh. you know, like you know, you're, when you're you when you're eating saying? out, you're most likely not eating the best stuff. Nope. So they every single day they're ordering some type of food that's out outgoing, and then um, and then they're they're constantly wondering why like they're like re- and like everyone that my job is like really overweight. Like no okay. no one's like really fit. It's they're all like kinda like overweight. Oh
1: that sucks.
0: Yeah, they're um so like the the biggest problem is like when I first got to my job, uh this one guy that was training me, Chris, was like, yo, I'm just gonna give you a fair warning. Like be careful. I've seen people get hired at this job and grow three times to five times their size. Oh shit. <laughs> so Lord. He, Yeah, so he's like just he's like just be careful. <laughs> that um you're paying attention to like what you're eating like what you're putting in your body um because because he's like what's gonna end up happening is like you're gonna you're gonna gain a lot of weight here just remember don't yeah although that happened to me shoot I used to eat all those public subs and all that yeah well, it's not healthy well the reason why public subs is probably bad is because you're eating a lot of bread it's a lot of carbs, that and right? all that grease and chicken and all that which uh, subject you normally get? Chicken tender. <laughs> yeah, that's why. Yeah, that's, all that grease. Is that considered like fried chicken? Yes. Yeah, that's why you're eating fried bread. Mm-hmm. Um, what else do you get on this up? Oh yeah, mayonnaise, and they and they put a lot of mayonnaise. That's at, at uh, Publix. They'll put like massive oh, amounts I, of mayonnaise. it. yes, they on do, here. and
1: it's like gross as hell.
0: Yeah, I never understood that either with the whole mayonnaise thing. Where, um, what are you trying to do? Oh, on top, yeah. No, I like that. That's cool. All right. You just gotta try not to touch your phone. That's fun. No, all right, cool. Touch it. So, um, so yeah, so when I when I originally like wrote down that um that topic, I was thinking to myself, um, you know, like a lot of us don't track anything. It's the same thing with the gym. Like I'm trying to get on a schedule where I'm like, all right, Mondays are my biceps, and I try to do um, cause you're working out too. Like, what yeah. gym do you go to? I go to U-Fit. All right, so. So, all right. Yeah, you're at U-Fit. I'm at Planet Fitness. Yeah. But um, do you have like certain days that you're like, all right, I'm going to go and do like this type of body yeah, workout? Only or... normally Tuesdays, my legs, Tuesdays, Thursdays, my legs and my arms. That's really about it. Right. And then, yeah, see, like for me, like I'm trying to do it, like how many times do you go to the gym? Like a week? Two to three times, as much as I can. Yeah, see, I want to do like a minimum of three three days a week and then eventually get up to like four or five so yeah i
1: mean it's just always kind of it's like i need to know maybe tuesday and thursday and friday Sometimes on the weekends too depends on my work schedule
0: yeah see like my my yeah my problem is like i'll get out uh, like i'll get out let's say at six mm-hmm. and then it's my problem is getting to the gym because then i get off at six and then i'm either doing a podcast or i'm trying to do homework or I just have so much stuff that's going on that like yeah. it ends up being pushed off, and then mm-hmm. it becomes extremely late. And I'm like, "Well, I got to go to bed." Yeah. And then I'm like, "I'll just try to get up earlier," and then I never get up earlier. And well, that's, that's why you got to
1: organize your time, my friend.
0: No, yeah, for, Organization for sure. Is key. For sure, like I definitely have to organize. Um, I gotta get. I just gotta get on a kind of like a schedule. I would say. Yeah. But um, but my problem too is like I get bored really easy. So like that's where the schedule kind of like doesn't work 110% with me is like, I get too sidetracked and then I'm like, all right. But yeah, I definitely have to organize my time a lot better. Um, and especially now since I'm sitting, cause other job I could get away with not sitting as much. Like Mm -hmm. I could walk outside and, and go out there for like 10, 15 minutes and just go outside and walk around. And then I could, um, we did like filming projects or we'd have to go off campus to another campus. So I was kind of moving a little bit at that job, but now I'm not moving at all. Like, the only time I move is when I go to the bathroom at a 15-minute bathroom break mm-hmm. or, um, or I'm going to lunch. and you, it, have a, like, you have a scheduled bathroom time? Yeah, like, uh, it's not scheduled bathroom time. They call them breaks. Oh, okay. So I can move the break around whenever I want the break, but mm-hmm. I only get two 15-minute breaks. So you have to go to the bathroom, like, really bad. You've got to wait for a time? Yeah, that's kind Kind of what they want you to do. You can do do unscheduled time, but it counts against you on your inheritance. And inheritance just means like, you know, like clocking in, clocking out, you know, they they want you, they want your, they basically want to control your time so that you're productive. Yeah. That's what they're trying to do. Like that's. If you ever go to the bathroom, you shouldn't have to wait. Yeah, it is crazy. Like I'm not going to lie to you. Like it, it. It literally is like the craziest part with this job that I have is like literally like they control everything. Like oh, they control way. your time. They control when you can well, you kind of make your own time and when you eat and when you take the breaks, mm-hmm. but they literally control everything. Like they want your productive level to be at a very very high standard, so you have to get a certain amount of emails done in a certain amount of time um mm-hmm. at, you know, etc. but it is, it's just really crazy, like, going from one corporate job that was a little bit laid, you know, a little bit more laid back, and now coming into a job where it's like everything is literally controlled, and it, it is kind of rough, like, because I'm not that type of person where I, I don't like to be controlled, so it's like, it's hard, mm. you know, but uh, it's gonna, it, it's definitely gonna make me a better person because it's gonna, it's gonna allow me to control my time better.
1: Oh, okay. Cause
0: I, cause in my mind, like that's always been my biggest problem is like controlling the time that I have. And I think that's like a lot of people's problems too. Like I'd say like 99% of people's problems is, uh, controlling the time and using the time wisely. Mm. So, I mean, I, I'm not, it's a plus and it's a negative, but you know, I, eventually, obviously I'm not, I'm not going to be working there forever. It's only, it's a, it's a yeah. temporary fix, <laughs> oh, Okay. but, um, I'm going to say, but yeah, tracking, tracking is the key. I honestly believe. Um, and like I said, like a lot of people, a lot of people make excuses for their weight and it's, it's their own fault. It's not because, you know, they like all that fast food. Yeah. Well, that's another problem too, is fast food, but it's not, people are fat because it's not because, you know, they're big boned or because of X, Y, and Z. Dude, we can hear that, man. <laughs> it plays back on here, but, um, I was going to say, so it, you got to just be careful. That's all I can really say is like, you gotta, you gotta really track everything you're doing. And I know it sounds like a lot. It sounds like a pain in the ass procedure. um, But that's the only way that you're gonna, you're going to be where you want to be in life because that's, you got to do what other people are not willing to do. And that's what 99% of people are not willing to do. They're not willing to track what they're putting in their body, not willing to track when they're going to the gym. They're not willing to track their time. And be more productive with their time. And, and you'll hear everyone say they don't have enough time to do anything, but they're not tracking the time. Nope. I gave, and we're going to give you some examples of this too real quick before we go on to the next topic. But I did a speech, uh, uh, was it yesterday? Today's what, Thursday? Yes. So I did a speech on Tuesday. It's weird. I, I, for some reason I thought it was yesterday. But um, <laughs> it's just because like I'm so busy sometimes i lose track of the, the days mm-hmm. and stuff. But um, I did a speech because I'm in Toastmasters. I did a speech uh, this, this past Tuesday. And, um, when I went through the speech, I kind of messed up a little bit. I lost track and I started going kind of like into something else. And one of the things I talked about was motivational speeches. And I was like, listen, if you want to get great at whatever you're going to do, you need to listen and get your, get yourself to a peak state with motivational videos. And I was like, the reason why is because we're living in a time where it's very, very negative out there and people are very extremely negative and i listen to a motivational video from the morning when i'm getting ready to about the time i drive to work and about the time i drive back to work and some lady was like oh i said i said also um real quick uh, i was like i don't listen to music really anymore and i'm like i'm not telling everyone not to listen to music but what i'm trying to say is start substituting some of that time out that you're listening to music in the car and make your car more like with motivational videos and more motivational stuff and educational material because I'm like, that's what's going to get you to that peak state and override all the negativity is by listening to motivational videos and getting your mind in the right place. And this one lady is so funny. This one lady like is like, Oh, I can't like what? Like I can't do that. Like I can't, I can't. um," She's like, that's too much. like I can't listen to motivational videos every single time I'm in the car. And like, I don't have the time for that. And I was like, I was like, yeah, but listen to what you're saying. Like, I was like, on the way to this meeting right now. So it was kind of funny because it was like a live debate as I'm up there talking. Mm -hmm. And I was like, think about it. I'm like, I drove 30 minutes to get here to talk to you guys. That's 30 minutes here, 30 minutes back home. That's an hour that I could be listening to something in the car that's positive and motivational. And I was like, so think about it. Think about it that way. And that's not even that's not even like your whole day of driving. But that was, that was only an hour right there. So I also drive to work, drive home. Then you're probably going to drive to the gym, drive home, right? So all that all that small time that you think is nothing, like let's say it takes you 15 minutes to get to the gym, add up everything and it'll have a, a lot of time that you can be listening to different things and, and educating yourself and getting more motivational. Um, and that's one thing I learned because I said the same thing all the time. I'm like, I don't have enough time to do this. Like this person's crazy. I don't have the time to do that. And what you realize is, like, even when you're working out of the gym, what are you doing? Like, what do you do when, you, when you're when you at the gym? Like, are you listening to music? Yeah, I'm listening to music. Or I'm watching the little TV screens. Yeah, so you're you're basically wasting time as you work out, is what you're saying. You think so? Yeah, because if you're working out, how long do you work out for? 45 minutes. That's 45 minutes that you could be having your head or headphones in, earbuds, headphones, whatever you want to call them. And you could be listening to motivational videos right then and there or something educational as you're working out that'll give you the confidence to do whatever you want to do. But I have that inside me, so I don't really need that. What do you mean? I'm confident in myself. Yeah, but if you're not constantly feeding the confidence, you eventually lose the confidence. That's what you don't realize. mm. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Because what happens if something... See, like the whole reason why you want to keep on listening about like motivational videos and like keeping yourself at a peak state is because, yeah, um, maybe a, maybe like right now you're listening to this and you're like, okay, like I have, I'm at my peak state. I'm I'm already at my peak state or peak state, and I don't I don't need to listen to any more motivational stuff. I already I'm already confident I can do whatever I want to do. But what happens is, like anything else, once you stop and you get too comfortable and, you, and it's almost like working out. Like if you took, let's say you're going to the gym three times a week, right? Uh-huh. And you stop working out the three times a week and you maybe go down to two or maybe even one time a week, what happens? You lose your uh, motivation. No, you, you lose that, that drive. Right. Like you lose the progress that you've yeah. been doing. And if you try, if you, if you, let's say you're going three three days a week for let's say like five months Mm -hmm. and then all of a sudden for the next four months after that you went and you did only one day a week you're not gonna it's gonna be very very hard for you to go from one day a week after the four months to then three three days a week um for another five months after that it's it all depends on your
1: mindset that's
0: how i look at it
1: it's what you want
0: yeah but my point to you is like you have to be it's a muscle it's like anything else. It's a muscle. So you have to keep going mm-hmm. and constantly keep training that muscle or you're going to lose what you didn't, you, know, you didn't keep working out on.
1: Mm-hmm. Same thing
0: with your biceps. Same thing with your legs. Same thing with like if you had abs. You know, the same thing overall. Like you're going to lose it if you're not constantly working that out. Mm-hmm. So you're eventually going to lose confidence if you're not constantly putting yourself at a peak state of motivation and you're not listening to motivational stuff that gets you past the negativity that's out there. That's, that's what I'm trying to tell you. Mm -hmm. It doesn't mean that every single workout, you have to listen to something motivational. You can, you can still listen to music because I don't like, there's some days where I'm like, I just need a little bit of music. Like I've listened to motivational um, videos, uh, you know, the whole entire like month and I'm, or like a whole entire week. And I'm like, all right, maybe I just need like 30 minutes of a little bit of like good music. Like on the way, um, when you were dropping me off that one, um, that one Sunday, and we were listening to, uh, it was like a country station, right? Um, that, I think it was a rock station,
1: maybe a bit of a Or rock, back. yeah.
0: But we were listening to music, and I, it put me in a chill, a chill pa- or a Jeez. chill place too, or state of mind. Because you know, after a while, you do want to, you do want to spice it up. Like that's why I'm telling you, like the routines, like I get bored because if I do something for way, way, way too long, and it's just too constant i get bored and i have to switch it so like does that make sense yeah it those yeah so um let me give you so i guess that was kind of an that's example that's like why it's just my radio station cuz i get bored of the same song over and over again yeah and the same thing with like work like if you're going to work monday tuesday wednesday thursday friday right and you're doing that every single month right you're eventually going to be like like you're going to you're going to be like i don't really want to go That's why people are like, I don't want to go to work because they're constantly going to work almost every single day. And they're like, I I don't, I don't want to keep doing this every single day. They get Mm -hmm. bored. Um, But like anything else, like the gym too, like sometimes maybe you have to switch up the days you go to the gym because you're like, damn, I'm going every single Monday. And like, I don't feel Mondays anymore. So you got to switch up to Tuesdays now and get rid of Monday. Mm -hmm. Um, But yeah, so that's that. I'm trying to think of another example we can give you besides working out because working out is always like the example like I think people use. But do um, you have any more examples you could probably put for like tracking that, that you do personally? I'm trying to think too. That um, I track? I do try to do the goals. Like um, I was doing that for a while, and I'm going to be bluntly honest with you guys. I actually stopped – I stopped doing it for the past two, uh, maybe like two to three weeks. What was that? Literally, what? Like literally um, I'd get a planner and every single day I woke up in the morning, I would put um, I put down my goals that just came to my head.
1: Uh-huh. So
0: if I'm like, all right, I want to I wanna do – I want to go to the gym four times a week, I'd jot that down. That's a goal. And then at nighttime, I'd then re-jot my goals. And the whole point of doing that is like you're constantly – putting your goals in your head so if if you know where you want to head to and you have the goals then like other things won't stop you because what ends up happening is you're like maybe like right now you're like i want to go to college i want to get a two-year degree and i want to go um i want to go be a a part-time marketer somewhere like a full-time marketer with a two-year degree let's say right Mm -hmm. what happens is let's say you got to go through the hardest part which is college yeah i gotta fix it you go into college right and let's say the hardest part is to get through college. Well, what's going to happen is if you're not constantly hit, like rethinking about your goal of like, all right, I got to pass this class. I got to go and do this. Something else will sidetrack you and you won't go towards that goal. They'll drift you away from the goal and go towards a different direction. So the whole point of writing the goals down every morning and every single night is to reinforce it every single day. So you're like, all right, I'm focused. it's just, it's just helping you focus a lot more. So, um, that's why I started doing that. And I got that from uh, Grant Cardone and then like a lot of motivational speakers with philosophy, which you're talking about, or philosophers Mm -hmm. talk about that. Like you want to have goals because people don't have goals. Like people have goals, but they don't write their goals down. They don't focus on the goals. They don't focus on the big objection or objection. Um, and, uh, that's what happens is you lose focus. People, people are like, all right, I'm going to do this. They only do it for a week, maybe a month. And they, and they drop it because they lose focus. They don't have the goals. So that's why they talk about the goals. Goals and drive. Right. So. Um, so that's something that I I tried to track, which uh, which would be good for everyone. Like everyone that's listening should track your goals. Like you should write your goals every single morning and every single night. That's that's probably the best advice I could probably give you with the tracking. Um, the weight the weight loss thing is a big one too, but we talked about that. Um, what's the What's the second one?
1: Uh, never disagree with a customer yeah
0: so this one we can talk about for a little while Um, so the reason I did never disagree with the customer was coming back to like a sales technique which was um, always agree always 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 agree and for the longest time because my first job what was your first job Sterling I did concessions and Parkland okay that's actually kind of funny because my first job was um, a, con- a food and beverage. It was considered a concession slash like food and beverage. At
1: that place? Yeah, at, at the Iceplex. Ice
0: yeah, so Saveology yeah. Iceplex was my very, very first job. Yeah. Now, what happened was, um, they like, the biggest rule was you never dis- – the customer always right. Right? Have you ever heard that one? Yeah, customers always right? We really right. didn't
1: have that rule. We just had be nice. Right. And that was really about it. And actually, always always was
0: yeah so what, what you'll realize is if you get into any food and beverage or any customer service and, or retail is probably a good one, they'll tell you the customer is always right, and most people will argue the customer is always wrong. That's normally like people say like, the customer's not always right, the customer's always wrong. But the reason why they say, and I never understood this until recently, but the reason why they say the customer is always right it's is to because. Them. Well, yeah, yes, but it's it kind of is that, but you're, if you agree with someone, you cancel out the disagreement where like the conflict. Yeah. So they're, they're more, they're more pleasant. They're more pleasant to deal with at the same time. They're easier to sell on cause you're agreeing with them and they think, you know, and you're like acknowledging their agreement or what they want. So they're going to, they're most likely going to buy from you or you're going to be able to sell them on something. So that's, I that came from a, I came from Grant Cardone, like, cause I was watching Cardone university. I was watching like podcasts with him. And he was the one that said, the number one rule in sales is always agree with the customer. Always. But the hard part is it's not easy to always agree with people because, you, you know, you, your beliefs will get in the way of that. Um, if you, There's a challenge that, that I got from him where it's like, try for 24 hours, which is a whole day, to agree with every single person that, like, talks to you. Oh, well, okay. And it sounds easy until you actually try it and like you probably won't last until you probably won't even last for 40 minutes to an hour. You never t- well, I have no choice. I have to
1: agree with my my, my job.
0: Yeah, cuz I cuz I've tried it and it's not easy. But like I'm not oh. talking about when you're at work. I'm talking about overall in life. Like tr- that's the challenge. It's not oh. just when you're at work. The chal- yeah, the challenge is, is literally if a stranger comes up to you off the street or your parents talk to you, or a family member, or a friend, you have to agree with whatever they're talking about. No matter if you disagree, you don't agree, um, your viewpoint's 110% different than that person, you have to agree. You have to go, I agree with you, I understand, I agree, all that stuff. And then it's hard, though, because, Then that's hard, because then it was like, what? You agree okay with that
1: person, and that person, there's might be a whole other conflict. You well, know.
0: no, not that, it's just... It's just Internally, you can't do it. You're programmed yeah. to say, like you're you programmed to believe what you believe. So if someone says something that you don't agree with, you're like, I don't agree with that. And like you automatically, you automatically dis you know, you disengage with the conversation, or like you tell them straight up, like, I don't agree with that, like this is my viewpoint on that. And and the and the other reason behind that too, real quick, is people want you people are very selfish. And what I mean by that is people want to talk about themselves. They don't want to talk about other people. Mm. Have you ever realized that?
1: Yes, I have.
0: So if you and that's a great point. I think I did talk about this a little bit on the last episode, but that's why I do really good with first impressions when I can talk to random people, is because as soon as I talk to someone, I listen to what they're talking about. And then I try to just talk about like like for instance, like if let's say let's say Sterling's talking to me and Sterling goes, and we mentioned something about buying motorcycles, let's just say. I would then start talking about motorcycles because obviously he brought up buying motorcycles. It means Sterling likes motorcycles. So to get get Sterling talking, I'm going to start talking about motorcycles. So that way Sterling will open up and start talking to me about other things. And what you end up finding out is, once you start talking about something that the other person likes, they open up even more and now you have different pathways you can go down. So he might be talking about motorcycles and then tell me about how his uh Alright, I think we're alive. All right, Facebook, what's up, man? I lost we're you guys. Back. Yeah, we're back. I, I lost you for some reason. My computer just completely kicked us off Facebook and then I had to do a part two. So um so we're back. But we were talking about um opening up. So if Sterling was talking about motorcycles, and i'm like okay i'm gonna talk about motorcycles he might he might open up and start saying that um his grandfather let's say got into a motorcycle accident and start talking about that and then i could talk about his grandfather and then so on and so on and so on what you realize is people start opening up once you give them the opportunity to start talking about themselves like would you agree with that i would so like that that's that's why that's that's why i feel like i'm a good um a good speaker like when I talk to someone, I can, I can get them to talk to me more. Um, which is like a lot of people struggle with that because a lot of people are just like, I don't want to listen to other people. I want to listen to myself. So like, it's, it's one of those things where a lot of us are, a lot of us are selfish in that way where like, we don't want to hear someone else's like issues or we don't want to hear about, um, you know, this other person. We just want to hear like our problems, our situations and 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 whatnot. But, um, that's, that's where I came across with that. But yeah, I'm trying to figure out, uh, so that's where the disagreement with the customer comes into place. Like um can you give a you have an example that you can give us with like like always agreeing with the customer that maybe you had and you resolved the problem?
1: I got think of one minute. All right, so
0: I'll, I'll give you one while Sterling's thinking, but um let me think for. So I got I had this one where I had this person I think it was I think it was ology, but uh Okay, so I'll give you an example of Saveology. It was a long, long, long time ago. We would have a lot of customers where they'd come up to us and like maybe they ate half the food, and then um they'd bring the food back and say, like, hey, I didn't like this. Um X, Y, and Z was wrong with this food, and I wanna I wanna I want a re I want a refund or like I want a whole new meal. And what would happen is like most people like like people in the position of the cashier or the person that was, you know, in front of that person giving them the food and taking the money would disagree with the customer and be like, um, well, you know, sir, you ate half you ate half of the food already. I can't take the food back. And since you ate half of the food, I'm not I'm not gonna give you a refund. Right? So they would disagree with the customer. Well, what would happen? Obviously the customer would get pissed, and the customer would come back and be like, Well, I paid for this food and you're not going to refund me and then, you know, cause, cause a big scene in front of everyone else, all the other customers. And then it would, it would drive customers away. So what I would do is I never, I never disagreed with them. I would always be, um, I was like, yes, sir. I totally, totally, totally understand what you're coming from. If I were to be in the same situation as you and the table, you know, the tables were turned, I would be in the same state of mind and I totally understand where you're coming from let me go and ask the manager because I don't have final say. All right. And most people either a would have just you know, given him more food or they would have given him the refund without asking the manager, by the way. So what I was doing was I was, I was making sure the customer understood. I understood what he was going through and I was comforting the customer. But at the same time I said, hang on, let me go ask the manager to make sure that we can approve the refund or to get